Welcome to V Forever. I'm your host, V. This is episode 23. This is the Veterans Day special. Come one, come all. It's a beautiful show. It's for the vets. And what don't you know? That it's the Veterans Day special. That's the last time I'm doing that, by the way. Come one, come all. It's a beautiful show. Okay. Thank you for supporting me. I really apologize for the last couple uh, episodes, um, or really the last episode not coming out. I, I put it out on Instagram. Thank you for supporting me on Instagram, V Forever, on YouTube, Young V Forever, on Twitter, <laughs> V Forever Network on Instagram. Follow that and listen. There's a link tree on my Twitter bio that it'll give you every profile you need. I need to put that on. Actually, there's a link tree and the link in my bio on, on Instagram, too, that'll give you every link that you need from me. But, yeah, I really apologize for not coming out with an episode. That's why I really wanted to give you two episodes this week. This week is going to is gonna be so special because Friday we're going to have the episode. It's going to be very special. But today... It's Wednesday, and it is a Veterans Day special. Salute to the troops. Salute to the troops. Listen, y'all. The troops, where would we be without the troops? Where would we be without you guys? Salute to the troops. You know what? I'm going to be serious right now. Salute to the troops. Why not? Some of y'all, some of... Like, lately, I know that it's cool to be anti-American nowadays, like anti-establishment. Anti -establishment. It's it's actually the establishment to be anti-establishment at this point in time in, in history. But, come, we can never say, we can never forget the troops, right? Like, shout out to the troops. Come on. We know. We know what it's like to be... Well, we don't. A lot of us don't know what it's like to be troops, to be the troops. And yes, uh, you hear about how troops just get drunk and party and this and that. But listen, it's a stressful lifestyle. Um, you'll age ten years in two in two, <laughs> uh, being a troop. Uh, so it's not. And then just the lifestyle. You're getting young kids to to do grown man business. That's the that's the thing that that I think they need some credit credit where credit is due when it comes to that. We're talking about young kids doing grown man business. We're talking about war. Good God. Yeah. 
Well, what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. That's literally, this is, clip that, um, save that. This is the line that got me canceled. <laughs> me uh, pretending to be Jackie Chan in Rush Hour 1. Whoa. Oh, what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. War. It's war. 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 <laughs> what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. But yeah, this. <laughs> anyway, uh, shout out to the troops. It's Veterans Day uh, on Thursday. Uh, November 11th shout out to the vets it is what it is and that's such a weird thing to say it is what it is when you're about to uh get into the show but I really just wanted to apologize to to all the vets and all of the all of the vets of the show who look forward to this um because I gotta be honest man I gotta be honest and I'm gonna stop lying to the people well, I'm going to stop lying to the people. I'll eventually stop lying. And you'll believe me when, when I do. Well, I haven't actually been lying that much, but when I said uh, that there would be an episode on Friday, I lied. Uh, I did. And I didn't think that I lied. Uh, I thought I would make one. And I thought I'd make one Saturday, but the... There was no way it was going to happen. Like, uh, sometimes things pop in your life where there's no way it's going to happen. And eventually, this podcast will be inevitable where it just will happen. There's nothing that can happen to where nothing, to where it doesn't happen. But it's very much evitable in the sense that life can be thrown around and it won't happen. And I just want to give you guys some quality when I actually get on the mic. And so some sort of quality to where if I feel like I'm in a rush, I'm not just going to say I'm in a rush, y'all. Here's 15 minutes for the week. That's kind of crazy. Uh, we want to we wanna go on an audio adventure every episode at least. Every episode at least has got to be like a bedtime story. You don't want a five-minute bedtime story. You want something that's got to put you to sleep or at least make you feel safe enough to go to sleep. This is your bedtime story or this is your podcast. <laughs> okay, because I was going to try to find more metaphors or more things to, to tie it into, but this is your podcast. This is the people's podcast. A lot of people want to act. Like, they're of the people, but they're not of the people. Like, V is for the people. I am for the people. This is your podcast. Here we are. I wanted to honestly talk about... The first thing I wanted to talk about, really, was how I watched Eternals, the movie from Marvel, and the... and. I don't really want to talk too much about the movie itself because y'all should watch it. I think everybody should watch it. Uh, I know that there's people that aren't invested in Marvel movies that think that they're not real movies. And to them, I say, what happened? Like, why 
why are you being a drag? Like, why are you being a drag? They're not bad. Like, they're pretty good. Uh, some of them are really good. Like, they're fun. Uh, and to and to the others that say the same, I just say, you know, they're comic book movies, right? So why are you being a drag? But if you don't like comics, that's cool. Like, if you don't like heroes, okay, fine, I get it. If you, because there there is like a type of person. There's people that like certain things. Like, there's people that like Lord of the Rings who will never like superheroes. People that like like the Elder Scrolls franchise, the Skyrim, Oblivion, Morrowind, who just aren't into the vibe of superhumans. Even though there's a lot of supernatural things happening in those like franchises. Like they like they like the fantasy world in like a Middle Earth kind of fantasy. Or they like uh like Star Trek Star Wars or in a cyberpunk sense like uh like a br- a Blade Runner. They like these types of worlds. And they don't necessarily vibe with the idea of uh, a world where there's supernatural, like superhumans, saving the world. And to that, I say touche, man, because I don't care about Harry Potter. I tried, and I'll try again. I saw the first two, and then people are like, "Yeah, they got more serious, and then they got better because they got more serious, less kitty." But I was like, I actually like that it's kitty. Like this. I actually like that element of it not being serious, not taking itself serious. But I digress. Marvel's doing something that they're kind of catching themselves in a weird place because they're off the heels, even though it was like two years ago now, 2019, they're kind of off the heels of Endgame where they're making these movies that people are kind of stacking up against Last Saga. Or not even Last Saga, but Endgame itself. The Infinity War Endgame. Uh, like, the two movies. Like, they're stacking them up to how they felt when they saw those things. And so, like, Black Widow suffered when it came to that. Shang-Chi suffered when it came to that. And I guess now the Eternals is suffering, like, critically when it comes to that because it people aren't feeling it like they felt that i don't know if it's marvel fatigue the fact that there's like a show every month that comes out that lasts for two months and then like there you get like a month break and then you're back into it like it's like basically the format has been there's a show you get like a couple weeks off there's a movie you get like a couple weeks off there's a show that leads into the next movie. And I think like November 20th, there's going to be that Hawkeye show. So we just got this show, this movie, and it's going to give you a couple weeks off before the next show, which lasts like a month or two. And then there's the there's the movie that's going to come again. And I think this next movie is the Spider-Man movie. So after this show, it's the Spider-Man movie, I believe. But... Yeah, Marvel's got me into comics again. Uh, I saw it with, with, with my man's Corey. Uh, we were both feeling it. We were. We were. Uh, we both thought it was really cool. The um, the Eternals themselves, like, just this idea of they are above Earthlings. Like, they're above. They were sent by the 
and I don't want to give too much away, and that's why I've been reading the comics to uh, to get an understanding of like what's going on cosmically in the Marvel universe because that really got me interested. Like I want to get into that. That's that nerdy shit. Like like if you saw Loki, Marvel is getting into the nerdy shit. So now you're at the point to where um, we're talking multiple universes. We're talking the Celestials, and we're talking the Eternals, and we're talking the next level of beings. Because unless they got nerfed, uh, the Eternals can't be stopped by humans. So even though there were certain things that were a little weird about the movie, um, like power level-wise, it was actually really cool. But... I thought that they didn't do a good job of showing like how vital that movie was. Like they like it didn't feel like this was the most important movie cuz like the the plot itself was the end of the world and they didn't really make you feel like they had to do it to or else the world would be over like Endgame Endgame was the end of the cuz at the end, Thanos is like, yeah, okay, yeah, now I'm not going to make a mistake. I'm going to kill everybody now. This planet is doomed, and it's your fault. That was his thing. But Infinity War was like, we need to stop this guy because if he gets all the rings, we're screwed. And that failure, that failure in Infinity War, you really felt that. And so this movie didn't really feel like if these guys fail – this is done for. And I think it has something to do with how the deviants look. We didn't really, I don't know. I didn't really care about the deviants too much. And then there's the the idea of Thanos being half eternal, half deviant. I don't know if that's only in the comics. I don't know if the MCU is going to adopt that. But it seems like, because the, the deviants didn't look human at all. Like they just looked, they didn't look like humanoids like the Eternals do. And so it was like, okay. Like, how did that happen? That's very odd. But, yeah, I think that Marvel's in an interesting place. And I think that the fandom needs to realize that these movies coming out are separate entities building up to the this next saga. They, these are the building blocks. And uh, people are like comparing it to the old, the old, because we were, because the truth is when Marvel got really popular, it was towards the end of the saga. I would say Civil War was the turning point. Civil War was like the, the mainstream turning point of Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And from there, this is where you get Guardians 2. Uh, this is where you get Ragnarok, the Black Panther, and then going into Infinity War and Endgame. Even though I know there was a couple movies that, uh, in between. But after that third Captain America, this is where it became mainstream. Because then uh, another Spider-Man came out. And Spider-Man is the most famous hero. I don't care what you say. It's between Superman, Spider-Man, and Batman for the most famous superheroes in the world like the or the most universally loved superheroes 
popularity-wise, those three are the three. It's interesting that the three are, or that two of the three are DC, and two of the three don't have that great of movies, man. Unless you count the Dark Knight, that's it. Even though Batman's like that new one looking good, that new one's looking good. But yeah, I started I started reading the Fantastic Four just to get where Doctor Doom's coming from. Like, there's like he has a whole world that he loves. He's the king of that state or that country, and that he wants to protect it. And so he's like loved by them. And he's a bad guy to others, but he's a good guy to them. There's the Kang the Conqueror. There's the there's like so many other things. I think the Observer is in there too. If y'all saw What If, the Observer. Uh, sorry about the nerd talk there, but I'm I'm kind of excited for what's gonna happen with with Marvel right now. I'm I'm pretty much tuned in. I, I've watched all the shows. I've seen all of the movies to this point. And I'm following along with the ride, and I'm reading the comics to just learn more. I'm like getting immersed in this, and that's a be- that's a great thing getting immersed into this universe. It is a great thing, and I wish Star Wars had that. There's like that Obi Wan show that might come out, and I don't care. Like, it is what it is, though. But I wish I just wish that Star Wars had me immersed like they could have. Like, there was so many, there was a time where it was like that, because they had, like, the Legends, the Legends Star Wars, like, uh, the High, not High, uh, High Republic, that's what it is, uh, the back then Legends before Luke's time, then the movies just stuck to to that, and it was just, ugh, the movies killed it, man. They really killed it all. The thing about Star Wars that that I don't know it just it was just a space shooty movie and that's bad I didn't I don't know it's just something about movies something about movies now like everything needs to be a Marvel movie now I don't know and and I think that that's why people hate on Marvel movies because everything needs to be some sort of action comedy to be successful and have some sort of uh I don't know. There's a template. There's a template for everything. And actually, that's 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 kind of what like the world's becoming in a way. There's a template for everything. There's a way that you need to be. And there's a way there's an acceptable way of being. And if you're not that you're against it, <laughs> you're if you're not it, if you're not it and for it, you're just against it and you're wrong and you're bad. You're a bad person. And that's crazy. It's so interesting that a society that has like modeled itself for individuality has created such a a lack of diversity. Like at the end of the day, everybody's becoming the same. At the end of the day, everybody's becoming the same. Like, everybody wants to be some sort of, like, with Instagram, uh, that's how I break it down. With Instagram, all I see is that everybody wants to be a celebrity. Like, anybody. Anybody, everybody. Like, you just want to get all the likes and get all the love and get recognized and famous. 
People want to be famous now. That's wild to me. It's uh, I've never, I never understood the the idea of people just wanting fame. People just wanted attention. People just wanted to be recognized uh, all the time, and and they don't recognize at the same time the mental health, the mental health uh, repercussions, the effects it has. This this it's like a rat race for clout. Y'all talk about the rat race for money. We're talking about a rat race for clout. People don't even care about the money. and Well, they do care about the money. That's the thing. That's another thing. They say they care about the money. It's really just about the attention of getting money. It's not even money itself. It's just the recognition of, oh, yeah, they're getting to the money. Because really, they're just taking pictures of them with money. We don't know if they really have that. We don't really know. And, and as far as I'm concerned, none of it is real anyway. Like, this is why social media, the social media tricks don't work on me. It is because, well, although they also have an Instagram, I uh, I know the original, the original Instagrammers, the original fakes and phonies, which I love them dearly, my dear wrestlers, they were all fake. They're not who they were. Well, some of them weren't playing. They were playing like themselves up a notch, like themselves times 10. But the stories that were happening, like Undertaker and Kane not being brothers, uh, Undertaker throwing a, a fireball at Kane's face uh, or a lightning strike to Kane's face while, while Kane threw a fireball at the Undertaker. This is not real. This is not real. Eddie, Eddie Guerrero saying that he was Rey Mysterio's son's dad. They had a ladder match for custody of Dominic for the rest of their lives. Like, like this is Instagram is literally what I think Instagram society in itself uh, is slowly becoming professional wrestling. Like it's just it's all it's all almost phony to the point of scripted, bro. To the point of scripted. And there is no real script tangibly. But it is the script that society writes. That you have to follow. Or you're going to get booted. <laughs> you're getting booted. You're no longer in the WWE, bro. Good luck on the indie circuit. That's literally how it is. People are getting canceled. Because they don't want to follow a certain mold of society. And they're getting thrown out of the circus. When they didn't want to be in the circus. People or people spend their whole lives in the circus. Do something wrong that they thought was right and get thrown out of the circus. And they're lost. Because they wanted to be in that so bad. That's all they cared about. It's a, it's a very interesting thing with the, the human condition. What we're turning into. Like just us in general. How we're turning into. And I don't know. I digress, man. I don't want to talk about this too much because this is a Veterans Day special. I want to give y'all some... I I want to talk about some nice... One thing... I want to talk... Okay, uh, Canelo, Canelo. Canelo Alvarez. I want to talk about Canelo Alvarez. Saul Canelo Alvarez. De Jalisco. De Jalisco. Orale, Jalisco. Arriba. That was that was kind of cringy. <laughs> that was a little cringy. Uh, sorry. 
But <laughs> shout out to Canelo. Uh, I didn't think that he was going to lose. I wanted to see a good fight. I saw a pretty good fight. Canelo knocked the man out. Canelo is the number one pound-for-pound pound fighter. I disagree. I have, like, an old-school mindset. And it's an old-school mindset only because of how the UFC used to um, frame it. The heavyweight champion is the baddest man on the planet. And I think that people still think that, but I, I want to see that reflected in the pound-for-pound pound rankings. Like, Tyson Fury should be number one pound-for-pound pound in, in boxing. It, he should be on everybody's number one pound-for-pound pound because the idea of the pound-for-pound pound list, at least from what it used to be, was on th this person on any given night could be everybody on this list. And the thing is, the pound-for-pound pound list has different weight classes. Who is going to beat Tyson Fury? Canelo could not beat Tyson. It's not even – and I'm not even going to finish the sentence because it's ludicrous. They would never fight. They would never fight. We're talking about a guy who was like 270 pounds. And we're talking about a guy who fought at what? One, what was it, 175? Or 168 when he fought. I'm not going to Google it because it's not important to me. Uh, boxing weight classes are so interesting in the sense that I don't care in that sense that much. Uh, there's like a 135, 147, one, yeah, 140, 147. Yeah, it, it's a, it's a, I don't I don't know the increments. If y'all know the increments, please let me know. Give me them weight classes. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of belts too. A lot of fake belts. A lot of, like, weird belts. Everybody gets a belt. Anybody that, like, just to make it a main event, like, if it's going to be the main event, they make it for a belt just because belts uh, sell tickets. And, yeah, I'm uh, I'm under the belief that the heavyweight champ is the baddest man on the planet because at, at no point could anybody beat them. So... When it comes to the UFC, that's a little debatable because there was a point where Daniel Cormier was the heavyweight champ and John Jones was the light heavyweight champ. And we do know who would have won between them because we saw them twice. and But we never saw them at heavyweight where Daniel was always superior, even though he made his name, his full name, as a light heavyweight that is it's like it's like a give and take when it comes to that it, it really is but right now kamaru usman is the number one pound for pound fighter in the ufc i would say in mma he had a, such a good performance against against colby covington ufc 268 madison square garden I've always wanted to go to Madison Square Garden. See that? That's so. That's what got me canceled. I always wanted to go to Madison Square Garden. That's Jackie Chan in Rush Hour 1, by the way. Anyway. <laughs> it was such a good fight. Like, every fight was so good. Every fight was so good. I loved it. Justin Gaethje versus, man, wow. Michael Chandler, sorry. Iron Michael Chandler and what's his name? Justin the Highlight Gaethje. 
Or is it the highlight, Justin Gaethje? Sometimes certain words should be in the beginning, like the Macho Man Randy Savage. It's not Randy the Macho Man Savage because that sounds weird. It's the Macho Man Randy Savage. It's Latino Heat Eddie Guerrero. It's... Actually, I feel like most of the middle name I mean, the nicknames were in the beginning for wrestling. The Brahma Bull, the Rock, even though, no, well, everything they said about him, he had like a thousand names. The most electrifying man in sports entertainment, um, the Rattlesnake. Uh, what else? The Dead Man. I mean, but that's not like a first name, last name. Uh, the Olympic hero, Kurt Angle. Uh, who else? The Rabbit Wolverine, blah, blah, blah. I'm not saying who that is. <laughs> I'm not saying who that is. <laughs> but, yeah, I think it's more like in uh, fight sports where it's in the middle. But some sound better in the beginning. Like Iron Michael Tyson. Not, not Iron Michael Chandler is his name. Iron Mike Tyson, of course. The Gypsy King. The Gypsy King Tyson Fury. Or is it? And then. The notorious Conor McGregor is his is his nickname. So I think I'm I think I actually Kamaru the Nigerian nightmare Kamaru Usman. Uh, I'm gonna look that up. I'll get back to y'all on that. Uh, yeah, I'll definitely get back to y'all on that. But listen, I just wanted to talk about Marlon Chito Vera. Marlon Chito Vera. Marlon Chito Vera. Listen, he gave Frankie Edgar the the front kick that he deserved. Uh, uh, not for any particular reason, but it's just like it was so hard that he he must have deserved that because oh my god, there's a picture, and I'm not gonna make it my uh, my my uh, the the thumbnail, or I'm not gonna put it on Instagram or anything like that out of respect. Out of respect to that man, Frankie Edgar, beating BJ Penn two times back when BJ Penn was BJ Penn to be the lightweight champion when he was undersized for the division. Later on, realizing he was undersized for the division, and he was a little too old when he realized it, but by God, was he lightweight champ. And so he's a legend, Frankie Edgar. I will never, never disrespect Frankie Edgar, um, but boy, sheesh. Marlon Vera, Chito Vera. That man is coming up next. Like, he lost to Jose, Jose Aldo. Shout out to Jose Aldo. Featherweight icon, legend. The way he lost to McGregor was kind of crazy. He should have gotten a rematch. If he would have got the rematch, I think he would have won. And they didn't take that chance because Conor McGregor was, like, on the rise. And they didn't want to blow that. And... There's just so much to it. And I think Conor McGregor got really – what a career. He got really lucky with some of this stuff. Like the the loss to Nate Diaz, that could have been it. But then it became like huge. It made two stars. And that's what's up. But, yeah, Marlon Vera, he – he's up next. He's going to be – I think he's going to fight for a title by the end of next year. I think he's going to be – I think he's he might be a champion when he fights for that too. Like, I think he's going to be prepared for that. 
by the end of next year, I'm calling it now, Marlon Chito Vera is going to be a UFC bantamweight champion. That man is of a different ilk, and I support him wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly. Who else? Rose Namajunas versus Sean Whaley. Cool. That was a really good fight. That Covington Usman fight though, that was that was classic fights. Classic fights. He, like Usman is like if GSP nah, I think GSP might have won. No, I don't know, man. GSP is not out wrestling Usman. But GSP has so many weapons in his prime. Man's man's was karate kid with with wrestling and he was a self-taught wrestler like he was not a uh, a, an olympic wrestler or a college wrestler he was all self-taught through dedication and that freaking canadian grit that that some of those canadians have shout out to the raptors they had that grit one time actually none of them were canadian but shout out to the drake because he's canadian and he has some sort of grit uh, shout out to the who's another famous Canadian Ryan Reynolds. Shout out to the Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool, Van Wilder. Oh, uh, what's it? Oh, that one. What is that rom com where he's a rich man? He goes to high school. Just friends. I think it was just like just friends or something where he meets that girl who he fell in love with, who turned him into the monster. And he, he grew up to be a playboy millionaire. And then he goes back to his old town, sees her again. She has like a shite life. And then he like gets he tries to get back with her because she's not impressed with any of that. And they used to be like best friends. I think it's like called just friends. But shout out to Ryan Reynolds, man. Ryan Reynolds gave us some of them nasty white boy comedies. And we love those here. We love those. We appreciate those. I got to watch all the jackasses before I watch the new jackass. Because I'm going to watch the new jackass. And American Pie. These are vibes. American Pie. All four of them. All of them. It's four of them, yeah? American Pie. American Pie 2. American... uh, reunion and american wedding yeah there's four of them and then uh man super bad that was like towards the tail end of the the nasty whites the nasty white boy uh era that we love like it was such a it was such good comedy it was such good comedy man i i miss comedy movies man it was such a good time to have these movies. Like, Will Ferrell had his run. People didn't respect uh, how these comedians had these runs for, like, uh, it was a good five years where different comedians would have these runs. And then mid-2010s, probably 2015 or 16, it started to die down. It just started to die down. And now we don't get nothing. We really don't get none of that. There's no, I don't know. Who was the last comedian who had that run? Maybe Kevin Hart. Maybe Kevin Hart. And he's not really going nowhere. I mean, people don't like him that much, but he's not going nowhere. That's the thing. 
But anyway, let me get off here. I really appreciate that y'all were. Uh, I I just wanted to give y'all this, and I love y'all. Thank you all for supporting. This is episode twenty three of V Forever, the Veterans Day special, the Veterans Day extravaganza. We're in the month of November. Everybody, stay warm. It's getting darker earlier. If you don't feel good, talk to somebody. Talk to your friends. Talk to your pastor. Talk to your wife. Talk to your husband. Talk to your kids. Talk to your enemies. Talk to your friends. Talk to your lawyer. Talk to your mother. Talk to your father. Talk to your uncles. Talk to your... <laughs> I, was, I was trying to get into a rhythm with that. But anyway... <laughs> Anyway, y'all, it's V Forever, youngvforever at gmail.com, youngvforever at Twitter, V Forever Network on Instagram, and V Forever on YouTube. Check out the link tree that's in my bio. You see all the links that you'll ever need. And then, uh, and yeah, yeah, thank you guys. I'm out, y'all. Peace, y'all. Peace. Forever.